Avid No Other Crack listeners may have heard us mention the Barbershop Boys. This week's episode is sponsored by Barbershop Boys HQ, otherwise known as New Lux Hair and Makeup. Centrally located at the Market Square, Letterkenny. Beside the brewery. Owner Maria is the blow-dry queen. With over 15 years experience in the beauty industry, Maria offers her expertise with a smile and a cup of tea. Or a coffee. So you can follow Maria at Nualux underscore MK on Instagram. So that's at N-U-A-L-U-X-E underscore MK to book your next blow dry. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of No Other Crack Pod. Hello there. What is the crack? Well, I was going to ask you, last week we had mentioned we were going to watch Kaleidoscope. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to ask you, did you watch it? No. Straight off the bat. No, I didn't. Well, I'm did glad. Because I only, I watched the red episode. Mm-hmm. 34 minutes long. That's the reason I chose the red episode first. Right. Because it was the shortest. And then I watched the yellow and I'm not going to bother me. You're not anymore. sold. Ah, no. oh, feck, right? Because I was going to, but if you're not, then I'm not. No, I just, I couldn't commit my time to it. There's eight episodes. So the two I watched, I wasn't really. I think they're kind of gaining viewers off the whole non-linear viewing experience. Yes, thing. I think it's getting so much publicity because it's a novel concept, but then the actual content yeah. isn't great. Gus from Breaking Bad, isn't it? Yeah, notice that. Yeah, he's all right, isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that the only recognisable That's the only one I recognised anyway, isn't it? So Kaleidoscope is a nay? No, I just couldn't. Like, I've heard people that have watched it in this that it's grand, like, mm. it's 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. It seems to be going down, but it's still trending, like. Yeah. Okay. So good to know. Yeah, I was just wondering, had you... No, I was gonna, but no. No. Um, What else did you watch this week? Uh, We started a show called The Last of Us. (gasps) Have you as well watched this? Yeah. Oh, you watched this episode as well? Yeah. Okay, so we watched that first episode. Yeah, and the second episode is out now. Oh, it's out now? Yeah, yeah. I think it came out either today, Monday, or last night. Oh, excellent. But, so The Last of Us... It's on Now TV or Sky Atlantic and it's so far it's getting rave reviews like. Yeah, 97% in Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on a 2013 video game. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never played the game now, but... No. Did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> and in it, because I was like, is it the same premise in it? So it's the main mm-hmm. guy in it, Joel, played by Pedro Pascal, who's in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He is to take Ellie... Bella Ramsey plays mm-hmm. her. Yeah. She was in Game of Thrones as well. Yeah. Across America, but it's like 20 years after a fungal infection has ravaged the earth. Mm. Athlete's foot everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like that whole post-apocalyptic Everybody's vibe. wearing Crocs to air their feet. <laughs> um, yeah, like I thought that the first episode was great, 
but it was like fairly harrowing as well. Like mm-hmm. it was but Yeah, it was very it was tight. Yeah. Like. It was tight. Um, um, and Darren even had mentioned it it feels like a video game. Mm-hmm. You know, the way it's all like corridors and yeah. running and yeah. like um jump scares and everything kind very of true, yeah. So it is actually quite they've obviously um intentionally filmed it that way, mm-hmm. which is interesting. It's like yeah, Walking Dead vibes. But Very much like Walking Dead. Did you Dead. watch The Walking Dead though? We watched it for a few seasons. And yeah, Darren might have continued on a bit longer than me, but I fell off the wagon at some stage. Yeah. It doesn't rely as heavily on like gore. Mm. There's a few scenes and you're like, oh. Yeah. Do you see the scene where they go into a basement? I think this is like in 2023 is the 20 years after the after the pandemic hits but there's mm. a scene where they go into the basement and there's like this dead body like covered in mushrooms basically. oh yeah oh, oh. yeah that was rough yeah it was rough <laughs> but i'm excited it looks good yeah and no, it seems good everyone. and did you see who's going to be in the upcoming episodes no i haven't so nick offerman ron swanson from parks and rec he's going to be an episode and melanie linsky Oh, From Yellow Jackets, yeah, excellent. Sean in Yellow Jackets. I can't wait. There's so, going to be nine episodes in total. Mm, yeah, so something to look forward. to. I wonder to. will it be just one season? Was there just one game? Will there be scope for more? Do yeah. you know? I'm excited. Yeah, no, it's a good one. Yeah. So, what else did you watch? Oh God, we watched the best movie last night. Oh. I'm still emotional after it. But I'm just going to premise, if you didn't like, oh, and actually we still need to talk about this, but if you didn't like the Banshees to finish here and you may mm-hmm. not like this, right? I don't know, but, but like they're completely different, but it's called Uncallying Kuhn. Uncallying Kuhn? Yeah. The, the Quiet, quiet girl. girl. See, yeah. I would pronounce that differently. <laughs> Uncallying Kuhn. Why, oh, what did I say? You said it kind of. And Colleen and Colleen Kewen. Colleen. Oh, you're old male Irish. And <laughs> <laughs> Colleen Kewen. Mm. Yeah, okay. So it is in Irish with subtitles and it's nominated for an Oscar <laughs> for Best International Film. And where it's, did you watch it? Um, what do we had to buy it in Sky Movies or something? rented it so like all it's above a, board was it <laughs> <laughs> oh we don't do any of that crap i just rather buy stuff the money in the parish. yeah shop local <laughs> <laughs> um because it's been out for a few months now and it's getting a lot of buzz for being such a good film like it's the first ever irish movie to be nominated for a bafta just Jesus that just happened right. last week so um oh my god it's based on a novel called foster and it's about a 10 year old girl called catch and she's sent to live with her aunt and uncle um it's set in like for for an undisclosed amount of time she's sent away to live with her aunt and uncle Mm -hmm. um and it's set in rural ireland in the early 80s um so you're kind of following catch's journey like from being sort of uprooted from her family home to go away and live with relatives but it's very like beautifully shot and it's quite do you know where it's filmed 
uh, set in Waterford, but I don't know if it was filmed there. Oh, yeah. um, it's just like a really green, sparse Irish landscape. And it's very <laughs> like moving and there's not much dialogue even in it. But it's so powerful. Oh, oh it's just brilliant. It's one of the best things I've watched ever. Loved it. I was like, oh, I was bawling. Darren oh, was really? laughing at me. It's just so good. Darren <laughs> loved it as well. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's slow. Awesome. Like, it's slow and emotional. Like, there's lots of depth to it. So, like, if... I, I don't know what you could compare it to, but don't come for me if you're looking for um, Legally Blonde or whatever. <laughs> like, it's just not that. <laughs> and I love rom-coms as well. Is there scope for it to be turned into a musical? <laughs> <laughs> no. So we watched oh. that last night, and I cannot recommend highly enough. Oh, Okay, I'll add that. So, I think I might enjoy it because I watched Banshees of Inisherin. Oh yes. Yeah, so, what do you think? So, I was holding this in all week till I said it to you. Like, I started watching it. It was there during the week when there was the snow days, and I was like, right, no better time than now. And I started watching it, and I shouldn't have been like amped up to not like it because mm. I love Colin Farrell and I love Brendan Gleeson started watching it and I thought it started I was like what is going on with their accents mm. I thought the accents were nearly like too like they were taking the piss out mm. of accents yeah but then I settled into it and I actually did enjoy it yeah it was good wasn't yeah. it yeah I think like I love Ackle Island and Keen Bay and that so mm. I loved the scenery in it but Brendan Gleeson's unreal in it Barry Keown's unreal in it mm-hmm. yeah the donkey. The donkey was very good. <laughs> what was the donkey's name again? Jenny. Jenny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was saying last week. Martin McDonough did actually say in his acceptance speech, he said, oh, Jenny the donkey should have been nominated, but she's a female donkey. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. yeah. I heard that. Brilliant. Because you were saying about it being sexist and whatnot. Yeah. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Mm, that was good. Carrie Condon was class on it as well. Yeah. She was amazing. She was very good. You know, so, it was good. Yeah, I'd watch Banshees of Inisherin. I watched a movie. Have, have you heard of The Menu? Yeah, we watched that too. Oh. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I loved it. Very strange. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I loved it. Like, I love strange. But it's, mm-hmm. it, that was not what I was expecting. It's like foodie satire. Yeah. I was thinking it was like a, a nearly like a mixture of White Lotus mm. and Glass Onion. It was like that whole weird island, rich people, dark parody thing. So it's on, it's on Netflix. No. What was the menu on again, Darren? Disney Plus? Disney Disney Plus, Plus, I think it is. Yeah, Yeah, it's on Disney. But it's a 2022. It says it's a horror comedy. Would you say a horror comedy? I I didn't find it that funny. I didn't find it that scary. No, it's really good though. It's not as if it's a horror that you would say to people that don't like horrors, don't watch it. You know. Do you get me? Yeah. But it's good. So it, like, it focuses like a on a young couple, which is Anna T- Taylor-Joy, who's in The Queen's Gambit and Peaky Blinders, and Nicholas Holt, who will forever be in my head, the boy from About a Boy. Like, yeah. I don't know what else he was in, but he'll always be... The little boy. He's in like X-Men as well. I think. Is he? Mm. Oh. <laughs> He'll always be that little boy. Um, 
So yeah, they visit an exclusive destination restaurant on a remote island. But it, like, did you see the scene where they bring out the breadless bread tasting? Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, well, and was I was like, those dips look lovely, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know the notions of it were quite funny. Like the there was a character in it that plays a food writer. And like the way she was trying to find these notiony words to describe each dish <laughs> was just so funny. Yeah, because like, it was like twelve fifty ahead, wasn't it? To go to this island, mm. I think. Very expensive. It's funny because my World Wide Web section kind of relates to this, but mm. I'll go back to that. But I seen as well, the director, co-writer and producer all served on a show that you recommended as well, Succession. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Starring actually looked that up while we were watching it. He was like, it's given me like succession vibes. And really? Then, yeah. What? I haven't watched enough of succession yet to. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd watch the menu. What else did I watch? That's kind of the height of it now. Yeah, no, that was me. Well, I finished Emily in Paris because I'd not watched all of it. I finally had a chance on Saturday. So I'm oh, yeah. Up to you still not like time. your man, Gabriel? I do like Gabriel, like, but he's just a bit nice. emotionally available. <laughs> 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 and yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's I don't grand, be rooting like, for them. I'm not sure why. No. I know we're men too. He is lovely, like, but... He's grandfather, yeah. And what do you call his girlfriend? <laughs> oh, Camille. Camille, yeah. She's annoying. She's an old wagon. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of old wagons, um, <laughs> did you see the clip that Kate Moss thinks that a wagon is a drunk woman? No. <laughs> Kate Moss, it went viral last week. I should have saved this for World Wide Web, but... Well, a wagon we can, can be we can, a drunk We can woman. bleed into World Wide Web. Yeah, she goes, she's like, oh, me and my friends, we were out in Dublin and we, uh, the guys kept calling us wagons. I think it means drunk women. We were drinking <laughs> a lot and they, they kept saying, you wagons. So we were calling each other wagons. <laughs> wagon. It's like, nah, Kate, that's not what it means. Well, I mean... It can be. It's not really a term of endearment, is it? No, it was just so funny. The clip's <laughs> hilarious. Kids are thinking wagons a great thing to be called. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, so that is a World Wide Web type thing. I, I'm not sure where that because you know the way Kate Moss is very rarely interviewed, so you're, you nearly yeah. always get a shock when you hear her voice because she doesn't do much media at all. And that was just such a funny clip. <laughs> Um, so World Wide Web, I'll move on to, I watched a video, I don't know had you seen those stories floating around about this, but I, I watched the actual video about it. So it's called How to Become TripAdvisor's Number One Fake Restaurant. Did you see the crack with this? No. Oh, Marie, you have to watch the video. Like I was watching it and I was in stitches. So basically it's this guy, he's a freelance writer, but he works for, you know, Vice. Mm, this is starting to sound weird. Uh, yeah. So Uber Butler. So he came up with this idea that he was going to create a fake restaurant. So it's called the Shed at Dulwich, mm-hmm. and he was going to make it number one on TripAdvisor in London. So he got a like burner phone. He said to get verified on TripAdvisor, you have to have a phone first. Mm-hmm. So got a phone number and got verified. So. When he started out, he was number 
18,190 of the restaurants in London. So he started then, he was saying that his first writing job, he used to write fake reviews for mm-hmm. restaurants and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. And he said he always had this kind of notion that he was like, oh, can you believe like anything? And mm-hmm. he was like, I'll just get a few of my friends now to write fake reviews for his TripAdvisor restaurant. So you see it then, it starts climbing up the ranks. Um, He showed around his apartment and like, he just had this small apartment out the back, then the garden was just a shed mm. and a little bit of grass. So it shows a clip then this woman rings up and this is after a few weeks and more reviews on TripAdvisor and it's the first phone call he received and this woman's like oh can I book a table for two and he's like um no sorry uh, looks like yeah every weekend for the next six weeks is booked up mm. and then it's like this whole momentum starts of like people with the exclusivity yeah wanting to get in like and ring in and the phone is going off the hook so he oh sorry he created a fake website as well and he'd done all these photos of meals but there was one he had up as a starter but it was actually a fucking toilet block with oh. honey drizzled over it but oh it looked unreal it looked very tasty like it was, I think it was bleach flavoured <laughs> <laughs> wasn't lemon fresh Smoke or anything and mirrors yeah but he'd done all these photos like um but the original video was about 20 minutes long. So when I was watching it then, uh, he eventually met, I think it was like after six months, he eventually got to number one mm-hmm. on TripAdvisor. But I kind of, in my head, I was Amazing. like, how do you get to number one mm. with no one have haven't been there? Like, mm. Did he just have that many fake reviews? And there was a load of pictures up yeah. of the... Of the restaurant as well. The restaurant, I say, at the back of his house. Mm-hmm. So then he eventually gave and he was like, I'm going to have a night, but I'm going to say that it's a a kind of press night. So mm-hmm. he was like, obviously I'm not going to charge anybody for it. But brought a load of people over, got like microwavable lasagna, got mm-hmm. a cup of soups, it made it so rustic and kind mm-hmm. of rough and ready that this was the whole vibe they were going for. Yeah. And he had a few of his friends in then. And he like obviously had told them to say, you know, oh, that's amazing. This tastes great, whatever. They were slapping out the lasagna and putting all these like edible flowers and whatnot on it. And there was a DJ there playing atmospheric music of like oh restaurant background noise. Like, <laughs> it was just hilarious. But there was so many like he'd been on this morning. He'd been mm. on loads of things. And I only read about it this week. Like that's mad. Yeah. Like fair play to him. Yeah. Because I thought it was quite funny. It just shows how people are so influenced though. Reviews yeah. are like one of the most like influential marketing tools mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, peer-to-peer reviews and authentic reviews. They can make or break a business. But the I'm fact like, that he manufactured them all is mm-hmm. just hilarious. I'm very naive though. Because like, anytime I go away, I'm always on TripAdvisor and I'm like... I wouldn't even have thought that people would do fake reviews. Yeah, because it's, a big, I know it's actually very... a huge undertaking to start doing that as well. Because like even to leave reviews, you have to have, a, you know, um, a functioning email address yeah. and everything and create a profile. Like it seems like it's a hard lot work. of effort. Yeah. It's but... So that was the crack there. I was just, my mind was blown. Mm. Yeah. I must watch that now. Mm-hmm. What was the name of it again? 
It's called How to Become TripAdvisor's Number One Fake Restaurant. Yeah. He could probably go around giving marketing seminars to actual restaurants. I thought he's going to be like a Wolf of Wall Street kind of guy now. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like that, but that's what he said and he was like, if a restaurant that I created that doesn't even exist can make it to number one in London. Mm. He was like, what can anyone do that has a premise like Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Um, any other... Well, then I was just going to mention Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so finally, the mainstream world has realized what we both have known all along, which For is years. that Miley is queen. Queen, a queen. Like She's just so exceptionally talented. Sorry, I was taking a drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a drink of water before we get into this. But yeah, like... So the song she released, Flowers, mm-hmm. I like. I was going to say it's not a great song, I don't think. Now I love Miley, but you would have jumped down my throat. <laughs> it's just an earworm though. Yeah, it's just so catchy. And it sounds too like Bruno Mars' song that she is referencing. Oh like. uh, yeah. But I think it sounds too like it. Possibly, but I think it's like... <sighs> She's using this song as a marketing tool anyway. Oh, God, yeah. So I don't know if she even she doesn't care. needs it to be like no. the perfect song. No. And it is so catchy. I can't get it out of my head. And it's, there's all these stats at the moment. Like it's, I can't even remember now, but something like, no, like I'm not even going to, because I'm going to have to um, fact check it all. But she's breaking yeah. all these different streaming records anyway. And then the Bruno Mars song, When I Was Your Man. Isn't that what it's called? Mm. But that's the song he dedicated to her on their wedding day. Yeah, there's all this shitty stuff. Why would you reckon... What? That Liam? (laughs) Yeah. So he... He dedicated that song to her on their Mm. wedding day. Mm. It's a very strange song. Yeah, true. And he allegedly cheated on Miley with 14 different women. Mm-hmm. What a dog. Woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see then? Speaking of that, Shakira. Mm. So she brought out a song targeting her ex. Yeah. And how she discovered he was cheating. Yeah. Jam, strawberry jam. Yeah, someone was eating all the strawberry jam. And the husband doesn't like strawberry jam. Oh, <laughs> well, I would never know Stern loves strawberry jam <laughs> <laughs> Mark the milk or something <laughs> um. <laughs> Tyrant's laughing so much Because he loves strawberry jam <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, it's nice and porridge Darren's yeah. hack where he puts it in well, You put it in yogurt as well oh, yeah. Jesus Christ oh, yeah. How many jars do you go through in a week? One mm. sore enough for one man. This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did you call Shakira's ex? Pique Jerry or something? Jared Pique. 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 Pique the Pique. <laughs> yeah, like her songs in Spanish, but apparently the lyrics are scathing. Mm-hmm. Like she says all this stuff, like you left me living beside your in laws with a big tax bill. Um, all doesn't really it's do, like, doesn't sound great in English when you sing it like yeah like I don't know how that's melodic in any way shape or form <laughs> but that's the literal translation that's why she, like. she that's why she couldn't do it in English 
uh, actually coming back to the Miley thing, there's something you would like. So there's this florist mm-hmm. called Ginkgo Florists. And uh, it says they had up on Instagram, you can buy yourself flowers or drop into the shop this week with proof that your name's Miley and we'll give you a free um, something like bottle of blooms, they said. Uh, and then they have a picture of Miley from, what do you call it? From Glen Row. From Glen Row like, on their is, Instagram. When you put the two Miley's in the one category, like, they're both Miley's. Mm. Yeah, Miley. So the, actually that florist is based on Baggett Street in Dublin. Like, could you imagine funny. years ago, before Miley was that big, and like in Ireland, calling your newborn girl Miley, mm. people would be like, all right. You're thinking that you took the inspiration from, from Glen Row. Yeah. But Miley's actually such a cool name. Biddy. Mm. <laughs> I love all them kind of names, like older names. Miley. So um, that's all the crack there with the... The web. Adultery. Um, oh, jam. one thing I wanted to mention with on World Wide Web was that was going viral. Remember, um, you were asking me about it. So the world's worst McDonald's was going oh, yeah. viral this week. So you were in this McDonald's. Yeah, I didn't realize because I saw this article being posted and I I just thought to myself, like laughing to myself, I was oh, that should be the McDonald's in Ottawa in Canada where we lived because there was this like the roughest McDonald's on earth. But I didn't think it could be it. And then the next thing I saw loads of people I knew from Canada posting about it. And I was like, oh, my God, it is that one. So it was on the street in Ottawa called Rideau Street. And it was like uh, downtown. And whenever I worked in a pub near it, and um, sometimes at night when I'd leave the pub, I'd go in there before I got a taxi. <laughs> and it was harrowing. Like you wouldn't see the like of it in Letterkenny. It was just like, it had this real pungent smell. There was mm. always like fights in it. The roughest characters you could ever meet or see. Um, and it was beside a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. So that added to, I suppose, the antisocial behavior element of it, probably. Skid but also alley the f- vibes, was it? <laughs> what vibes? Skid alley, isn't that what they call it? Yeah, Skid, Skid, Row. Skid Row, yeah. Skid alley. Because <laughs> it was like... Skid alley. It was beside <laughs> all the pubs and you would, wouldn't even call it clubs, just all the nightlife in that part of Canada. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone would spill into it. And like, did you not think at the time, Jesus, no, I'll do without my nuggets? <laughs> Nah, I love the thrill of it. We loved the drama. Yeah. But like, we never saw anything that bad, did we? We'd go sometimes after a night out as well. Like, Darren's been in it as well. But it's like, you always regretted going in because the smell was so bad that you're and like, what why was am the I interior ordering like? food? Was it, was it clean, was it? No. All right. Felt they it. wouldn't sell the Mac baguette then, no? No. They would not. <laughs> it had a big menacing long hallway down the back where the bathrooms probably oh. were. I never went to the bathroom in it. Some McDonald's are frightening in cities, aren't they? Yeah. And this one had like 900 complaints. So I kept saying this in the headline, 900 police complaints. And that was in one calendar year, not like e- in total oh ever. God. So and it's then, closed down now completely. Um, yeah, so Darren was looking it up and when we lived in Canada it was open 24 hours mm-hmm. but they'd scaled back on that I think because like it was just probably too they, they were forced to scale back on by the police because they were getting too many complaints 
So Darren said they were forced to scale back by the police because the police couldn't handle the volume of complaints. So they had to go down from 24 hours to a shorter opening period. So they were closed then between 10 a.m. and or 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. And then now it's closed, I think, like indefinitely. And there was like sort of ra- um, a raccoon fight. Like no wonder there's mm. wildlife inside mm. it because it was absolutely <laughs> bogging. Um, but it's just so funny because it's so nostalgic. When I was reading the article, I can smell the oh. place. It was disgusting. And like it is not reflective of Ottawa at all. Ottawa is this real conservative clean lovely city but this was just a den of iniquity in the middle of it <laughs> disgusting 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 you're disgusting <laughs> like Silvio and um, the Sopranos disgusting so, yeah, that's... so that was World Wide Web so that's going viral all these because um, this podcaster I follow David Farrier who does the dark tourism podcast oh, yeah. he was on about it and he was like He's... no because he always wanted to go there <laughs> oh well now you've won up on him mm-hmm. i didn't realize he had a podcast yeah. um so recommendations so mm. this is kind of again bleating into world wide web but the aldi protein pancakes have you seen these on tiktok like yeah. everybody's ranting and raving about these protein pancakes so i tried them they're grand, they're nice. So is this like a pack of protein it's pancake packet stuff? of protein pancakes. You like the protein yogurt in Darn. Aldi, do you, Darren? Yeah, there's protein pancakes now. But <laughs> on TikTok, there was another video and it said that they sell six large Scottish, Scottish crumpets. And they're only like 72p. It was obviously an English video. But they were saying that each of these crumpets actually has more protein than the protein, the protein pancakes, pancakes, but it's like the packaging on the protein pancakes. Oh, it's like yeah. this big, like, really like iron branding. protein caption on it. Yeah. So, but anyway, they're nice, the protein pancakes. Well, I wouldn't care as long as they were tasty. Yeah, they are quite nice. Um, So that's my recommendation. I tried them this week, but... What flavour are they? They're just plain. Oh, and you can put but, in your own flavours. Yeah. So I've only tried them in the microwave. Mm. I'd say they'd be nice toasted as well. Oh, well, my food rec- my food recommendation is food. <laughs> my recommendation is also food. Um, I tried the Nashville burger and burrito loco. Oh, oh mercy. What makes it so Nashville-y? Oh, I don't know. It's like Billy Ray Cyrus is it? <laughs> it's like a brioche bun and then like kind of spicy mayo and breaded chicken like lovely breaded chicken breast but it's a wee bit spicy as well mm. like so it's a southern spice i suppose and then gherkins and more mayo i don't know was there cheese on it or not I don't, there might have been um oh my god my mouth's watering now because i'm so hungry <laughs> but it was so i was like saying to darren when i was eating it well i wouldn't even talk while i was eating it um because it was just so majestic a majestic burger. Yeah, um, and it came with chips. And oh, jeez, it was just so good. So good. So that wasn't British local? Yeah. I would never have thought to get a burger. a burger in it, but I was talking to a few people who listened to the pod, one of whom was eating it. The burger? And, yeah, and was oh. like, you need to get this. Because I was pondering, I was like, what do I want? Because I always get nachos. 
and I got the burger and yeah, oh God, highly, highly recommend. And it was made fairly quickly as well. And it was gorgeous. Very good quality chicken. Mm. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. Lovely. Oh, and also recommendations wise, I just wanted to recommend um, coming back to our sponsor, Nua Lux. Oh, hair barbershop and boys. makeup the barbershop boys hq you had given me um a semi delino alpha parf mask for christmas well mm-hmm. like a few products from maria's salon because maria had told you what suited my hair i mm-hmm. know uh, i don't have the specific name of that mask but it's in a purple um tub and maria sells the alpha parf products in new Lux as well and it is a game changer for my hair. See, I'm trying to get my like curly girl method back of yeah, my natural Maria's curls Yeah, Maria is a big advocate of the curly girl method. Yeah, Maria is so good at giving advice on obviously like all things hair. But I just wanted to get a bit of moisture back in because my hair has gotten really coarse and dry over the years. And I don't even use heated appliances that much anymore. But I did all throughout my 20s and I just feel like I mutilated my curls a bit. <laughs> Um, so that mask, you just kind of leave it in for five minutes, um, like it's conditioning mask. And then I just feel like my hair is like, it's now, <laughs> don't judge it right now, but the curls were so Oh no, springy. I was thinking that earlier. Like I didn't style it at all. Yeah, I just put amazing. in a tiny wee bit of hairspray and I just think that mask was the making of it because it gave it so much Tell moisture. You. So thank you to our sponsor, Maria, for that advice and yeah. thank you for the lovely christmas present oh you're 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 grand you're grand. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i think it is nice though to like try and embrace the i was gonna say frizz but embrace your own curves the frizz you no very dare you i have the same kind of hair like <laughs> i'm i'm there with you hagrid hagrid <laughs> you wee bitch <laughs> Would your but hair be no, frizzy? Yeah, my and my hair's curly, like. Jesus, never. never but then it's kind of, as you say, it has been mutual. Like I was good with the curly girl method for a while, but now I just kind of have it up in a clip. And you know when you're working and you have it like just back Darn in a bun, like there. <laughs> you know, when you have your beard back in. Darn, do you clip yours back when you're working? <laughs> but now I must get into the habit now of doing that again because. Yeah, it's just handier, and then spoil yourself down on a blow dry, a great blow dry with Maria every so often. Yeah, I just wish I could get Maria could blow dry my hair every three days. That's how we'll know when we've met it. Yeah, yeah, blow dries every three days, Mm -hmm. even every week would do because I can. Maria, no, I know this is just um waxing lyrical about our sponsor because she's also our friend, but like. I try to hold on to my blow dry as long as possible. <laughs> like I have a silk pillowcase, a big sh- silk shower cap, dry shampoo. I try to get the most out of that blow dry. I'm t- well, sure, right, yeah. Mm. Like I don't get people that wash their hair every day. No, I who is t- life is too short. People do it. It's not good for you to do that. <laughs> That's not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of all the recommendations. Yeah, that's all the crack now I have. Oh. I have no trivia. Or I know you bet. Well, it's not really <gasps> trivia. Right, it's just some life advice. <laughs> Thank you, Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not really life advice. It's satirical. So this is a hunt now. I'm not going to read them all, but it's 129 ways to get a husband. 
<laughs> according to a 1958 magazine. Oh, I thought there had to be some <laughs> angle for this. Right. Number one, get a dog and walk it. Number two. What? Have No, is that it? Get a dog and walk it? Yeah. That. So it says, where to find him? Get a dog and walk it. Have your car break down at strategic places. <laughs> Attend night school. Take courses men-like. Look in the se- look in the census reports for places to find the most single men. Nevada has 125 males for every 100 females. Read the <laughs> obituaries to find eligible widowers. Take up golf and go to different golf courses. Take a bicycle trip through Europe. <laughs> Get a job in a medical, dental or law school. Become a nurse. There you go, Trish. Or an airline stewardess. They have very high marriage rates. Do, do they? <laughs> uh, be nice to everybody. They may have an eligible brother or son. <laughs> Volunteer for jury duty. Be friendly to ugly men. Handsome is as handsome does. <laughs> Get lost at football games. Don't take a job. <laughs> don't take a job in a company run largely by women. Get a job demonstrating fishing tackle in a sporting goods store. <laughs> this, these are very niche advice. There, this is the last one. Don't be afraid to associate with more attractive girls. They may have some leftovers. <laughs> I'll share all of them on the pod page. They're so funny. Like, what was one there? Like, train, do a course in something that might interest men. Like, uh, go up to Foss there and do. <laughs> I can't remember, see where that one was, but yeah. Oh, that's. Just, oh, yeah, sorry. Attend night school, take courses men like. <laughs> that's. Oh, Jesus. They're from so, 1958. So funny. From 1958. It's not that long ago. They're just really. so, so funny. Like. Mm-hmm. Dropping the handkerchief still works. How does I don't even When you are with him, order your steak rare. Go on a diet if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> right, I need to stop because they're just so funny. Life advice. I hope this isn't taken out of context now. <laughs> yeah, God. Well, let us know if you if anyone has any success with these archaic <laughs> tips. <laughs> that's all the crack yeah that's all the crack um thank you very much again to our sponsor nua lux n-u-a-l-u-x-e um and we shall see you all next week bye bye